This week on Low Earth Orbit, we review Sunless Sea. This is episode 49. I'm Scott Stevenson. I'm Justin Voss. I'm Steve Marmon. This week we're reviewing a new game called Sunless Sea. This is a game that was started on Kickstarter from Fail Better Games. It is a alternate steampunk universe version of 19th century London. It takes place in the same universe as their previous game. Uh, the previous game was called Fallen London. Fallen London is now the location for Sunless Sea. And Fallen London is... The London we know and love, except it has sunk beneath the earth and is now surrounded by an underground sea. And it's a, it's, there's a lot of gameplay elements that we kind of have to talk through just to, so you can get a sense of what's going on. It's primarily an RPG, but there's different modes of play depending on what you're doing. So um, actually, the, the one thing we should mention first is it's a highly stylized uh, visual art style. And there's a custom soundtrack, like a very stylized soundtrack, and all sorts of um, sound design elements that are combined are supposed to immerse you in this world. And it just hit Steam Early Access for Mac and Windows, and a Linux version is coming soon. I think you can also get it on the Humble Store. They sell some, there were some references to that on their website. And they've got a roadmap up that kind of talks about what sort of things they're working on in what order. And uh, also written in Unity, like almost every other game we've played <laughs> this year. Uh, so when you start the game, basically you are asked to choose a character name. And you choose a backstory for your character, and that influences what some of your initial sort of abilities are. And the gameplay is the thing that's hardest to describe because there's a lot of different modes of gameplay. So you, when you're traversing the seas, there's a top-down map-style interface that you have for your ship as you're going out and exploring and trying to find these, these new islands. Once you've encountered uh, some enemy or something on the ship, you switch into this pseudo-turn-based, uh, kind of like card card battle style system where you you play like a discover or a, a flare card for example to try to see your opponent better and then you launch a salvo at them to try to hit them out and you'll just encounter these you know bats and sea creatures and other ships and all sorts of things and you take them out and then uh take the proceeds home uh so you've got that and then you've got once you've arrived on one of these islands you're you're talking to the townspeople you're picking up quests and you're gathering information to take back to fallen London, and then you get paid for that. So you're kind of out gathering intelligence for these this shadowy admiral. And if that wasn't enough, there's also sort of a um, there's resource management. So as you're going out in the seas, you have to keep track of your fuel and your hunger and your terror, which is something we'll talk about. And uh, you're also kind of doing these choose your own adventure style um, story type missions where you're um, when as you're out gathering information for the admiral you're actually kind of developing your own story about like what happens in your in your world okay so <laughs> i think we covered everything there's a lot of stuff going on in the game so it, it is you kind of need to talk about a little bit you know what those what those elements are um so just to get an idea of what the typical flow is you'll you'll be in you'll start in london 
you'll pick up some sort of quest, you'll go out on the map, you'll find somewhere to land, and then you'll talk to the people and then head back. So it's that kind of that whole cycle over and over again. So, Justin, <laughs> my, my, a couple of things occurred to me about this, and I, I feel like this could go either way for you. Okay. Because um, when we reviewed Kentucky Route Zero, mm-hmm. you liked, I think, the story elements, but there was no actual choice. You're just always saying next, 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 next. And this seems like it has a lot more gaminess, you know, to the to the game. <laughs> uh, so it's not just sort of like you, you, the story is not being told at you. You're deciding what the story is and you actually have to engage and make decisions. Right. So I'm really curious what you think. I think you're absolutely right. So there was even a point in Sunless Sea where um, you are given the opportunity to add a new crewman to your to your crew mm-hmm. that you just sort of randomly meet on one of the islands while you're out. And right next to the button, it said in blue text, this choice will have consequences later in the game. I was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm <in>. sold. <laughs> this is perfect. I want consequences. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I think that's great. Um, yeah, it definitely feels like all the stuff that you do really, like, winds up mattering a lot, yeah. um, which is cool. The thing, overall, the game... I find strangely compelling. Like I can't, I played it until like two in the morning last night and I honestly can't really tell you why. (laughs) Like the difficulty is punishing. It's really hard. Although we should say, so I, when I was looking at sort of their FAQ that's up right now, um, one of the things they say is that they know there needs to be some balancing in terms of your abilities when you start Mm -hmm. and you know, where you actually end up. In other words, sort of the ramp up. They know that there's some, some tweaking to do there. Apparently you can go into the menu. If you're playing the current release build, you can go into the menu and say, there's like new stories available is one of the menu options. Yeah. I've seen that. And they, the FAQ says that if you do that and theoretically the steam one should download it automatically, but if you do that, you're supposed to get some sort of balancing updates. Oh, interesting. That would maybe make it not quite so harsh, but they they know that's an area of of improvement. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I started, five or six characters and none of them lasted very long um the one cool mechanic though is that you can sort of pass things down which i kind of want to talk about but um yeah so i finally have sort of like felt like i've lasted a while and i'm kind of figuring some things out but it's still really tough like it's did you play with permadeath on or did you switch to manual no i kept permadeath on the whole time and um it's really tough and but overall i think it's cool i think there's definitely a long way for this game to go before it's you know going to be done um but i think this could be really cool when it's done i don't know if i would rush out and tell people to go get it today but i think that when this goes 1.0 it could be really cool so how would you contrast it with i think one of the things i'm interested in hearing from you guys is you know a discussion of the idea versus the current level of polish in Mm -hmm. other words if the idea is really good which it sounds like you think it is and the polish maybe isn't up there quite where we want it to be it might be worth checking out in a couple months Mm mm-hmm Versus if you think the idea is not great, then you know, I don't know. We'll see what Steve thinks. But um, but like compared to when we did space-based DF9, yeah, uh, it was, I mean, would you say that, because I'm also, I'm also kind, of, kind of curious what we think about like early access games in general. Yeah. Because like, that kind of soured our taste for them a little bit. Are yeah. you kind of more back in the pro column now or are you still? No, I think that this is, an, I mean, I enjoyed playing it. But I still, I'm still waffling on how I feel about early access overall because I do feel like sometimes it makes a poor first impression, and I, I think that this did an okay job. But I still think there's a lot of balancing and like, like I said, the difficulty is just way too, yeah. too much right now. So I don't know. I'm, I'm sure they'll figure all that out. But when your first impression is you're dead, yeah, like it's hard to get over. Are so. you, are you gonna go back and play more? 
Um, yeah, I may. Okay. Yeah, I, at this point, I, I I kind of want to see if I can get myself out of the hole. I'm kind of temporarily in right now. I have like no money in the game, and I'm not really sure how you recover from that. So <laughs> we'll see. But yeah, okay. Steve, you actually we both loved Kentucky Route Zero, and this is this is kind of a superset of what that game is. There is a sort of choose your own adventure element, but there's more actiony things, which you generally don't like, and there's a lot more consequences. So it's not. It's not, con- it's not choices in the sense of like Monkey Island where you say, I'm going to be this character in this particular way. And there, there is some of that, but it's, it's really you're forging your own destiny in a way. You're kind of defining what the game is in some respects. Uh, so what do you think? Um, I mean, it doesn't feel all that much like Cookie Route Zero to me at all. Like, I don't, I don't think I would have thought to compare it to that game. Yeah, I don't think Cookie like, Route Zero is like very much about like there's a, it's like a story that just happens to be told in computer game form. And it just feels much more like a game. You know, mm-hmm. it reminds me of like Escape Velocity or something where you know, you, I mean, you're you're you have all these like you know, you know, you know there's this trading that goes on, and then your exploration, and then you know, there's you you meet these you know, stra- you know, these strange lands, and meet these weird people. Um, and it feels much more about like much more about exploration than you know i mean you do some exploration in Kentucky Route zero but i feel like much it's much more about you know about specifically unraveling the story that's being told in a very specific way very specific order um trying to evoke specific emotions which is not really, feel, really saying feel this like, game or Kentucky Route zero, Kentucky Route zero it yeah. feels like that versus this doesn't really have that you know that linear feel or that like it's like it's trying to tell a specific story it's more like it's evoking a mood mm-hmm. um yeah. And so, but I like the mood. I mean, I, I, I love the love the art style. <laughs> um, the sound soundtrack is in a fun, in a phenomenal. I like I like the, all the sound effects and and that that whole environment that it creates. Um, I'm less of a fan of you know the you know the combat aspects of it. You know, um, although it's it's still not quite, it's not that bad. Yeah, I mean, it's not like Twitch combat really. You're you're. So it's not like full on. Yeah, I mean, it took me a while to figure out the rules of it. Like, I mean, yeah. I well, I mean, I died a lot at the very beginning. The same as you. Like, I first I took off and I didn't know how to steer. Like, I immediately <laughs> plowed an island and sunk. I was like, well, that's I think, right. I, I think I did the same thing. <laughs> I don't think I realized like what. I don't think I realized how to dock, and so I just sort of slammed into the dock. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then, and this is I figured out like how to steer the next time. But then I was like, there was this thing following me, and then I like. I didn't really know how to speed up, and so like then this crab caught me, and then like I, I couldn't figure out how to like fight the crab because I like I kept like attack like there was you can like attack because also illuminate and and like evade, and I tried attacking, attacking, and it wasn't doing any good. You have to illuminate first, I, and I figured yeah. that out after about like three battles of you know that of, you, know, so, you know like I, I died in the hands of this crab and it, like some <laughs> bats and like a pirates like it was. It'd it be was, awesome if your story took off as the crab then. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be amazing. Uh, but eventually I figured that stuff out, out. But yeah, it is like if it hadn't been for the fact that we had to review this game, I might have given up in frustration <laughs> after like dying five times in a row. Um, and uh, so it could do with a little bit, yeah, you know, helping you out and ramping up at the beginning because there's so much stuff going on. There's a lot of stuff, yeah. yeah. Um, but overall, overall, I liked it. You know, I think it's it's a lot of fun. I, I love the, you know exploring the the world yeah. and you know, and um, I really like when you visit like new places and you can. You know, randomly go and like you know eat prawns at some weird place, sort yeah. of like, and then you know meet weird characters, and um, yeah, it's 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 fun and kind of offbeat. Um, mm-hmm. I, I still don't really understand like completely grok the whole premise. Like, why does London need to be you know sunk, and how how were bats involved? And like, I, I feel I like maybe there's the some game, maybe. Yeah, and I feel like I wish it would kind of tie into the story here more. Maybe it does if you play it long enough and, like, there's some larger 
you know, mythos around all this stuff mm-hmm. that hasn't hasn't haven't really discovered yet. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's it's fun um, once you kind of figure out what you're doing. Um, I mean, I and I feel like it feels more complete to me than Space Base DF9 did, mm-hmm. the other early access game that we played, where you know it felt like it had a, a pretty polished core of a game, and then you kind of played through that core, and there's like, well, what else do I do? And I feel like here there's like so much to do, uh, you know, and you could, you could, I could play for days probably and, and not run out of things to do. Uh, and then maybe the polish levels may be lower, but at least there's more breadth. And so you can, I can kind of see the promise here for the real game and imagine what it will be versus like Space Space. There's this really polished core and they have this like unbelievably long list of features they want to add, which is like they're really not going to add all the features. They're not going to add time travel and like <laughs> these 11,000 new kinds of objects and all these other game mechanics like really. And so you, it's hard to see like where, where's it really going to go, you know, um, versus here it feels like they have a pretty clear vision and they just need to finish executing on it. So I liked it. Uh, yeah, I think I the thing that you said maybe maybe think it was I had a very similar experience which was that you're kind of compelled to play and it's kind of hard to identify exactly why I feel exactly yeah. the same way it, it's there's there's no one thing that's happening where you're like oh that's the reason I love this game but it's like it's just it just pulls you in for some reason yeah. you know and I think I think it's a combination of the immersion and the, the the mood is really appealing and there's interesting like kind of paradox between the potentially really dark material like the themes mm-hmm. And the more upbeat, like music and more kind of cartoony art style, mm-hmm. and I kind of dig that. It's almost like a, it's like a Miyazaki thing in a way. You know, you okay. kind of got this, this blend of like dark and light. I really dig that. And there is so much going on. Like I don't, I don't know if you guys like got different mascots and stuff. Did you? Did you? No. no. Okay, so I, so you get initially. Did everybody get ferret first? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I, I ran across some like really like ornery cat or something <laughs> like that. And it's like so you can choose a mascot. So you can put like there's like. I've got the uh, the ferret who was like sleeping on the deck or the whatever. comatose ferret. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And so, but I ran across this crazy cat, and they're like, "Well, if you put the cat up there, then we're going to fight better," for some reason. Okay. So I was like, <laughs> "All right." So I, st- I stowed the ferret and put the cat, and yep, sure enough, like you can take out chips and stuff uh, better. But I, I mean, there's this. I had to actually take notes on it. I mean, usually I don't. I try not to, but um, in this case, there's so much going on. So art and the music, yes, great. Uh, sound design really was surprised by how good the sound design was. Tons of stuff going on. The writing actually is pretty funny. Like mm-hmm. the, I forget what the name of the, the newspaper is. It's like the um, the spiteful something rather, yeah. spiteful Herald or something <laughs> like that. That's awesome. There's a whole. There's you know. There's just all kinds of little touches like that. I also love that you you start out with a plausible surgeon on board your <laughs> yes, ship. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, I mean, there's there's some, some there's some technical glitches. Like I couldn't. I I think it was actually a bug that I couldn't turn up the resolution high enough in full screen mode yeah. to like make everything crisp. Uh, Cause I, I had it momentarily yeah. and then I tried to hit arrow and then like I couldn't select again. So yeah, it was really weird. Like when I opened the preferences, it's I played in windowed mode, not in full screen mode. Yeah. But when I opened the preferences, it was like, Oh, choose your resolution. And it was preset to 1920 by 1080. Then if I touched anything, it would yeah. take that option away and not give it back. And I was like, yeah. how, what? <laughs> it's just a bug. Yeah. yeah. I, so, it would have been better if I could have played it in that higher resolution. I was stuck on like something by 900. Well, I think the resolution might be affecting gameplay too because there's a couple, like when you go to the shops in London, yeah. some of those like have a bit of a lengthy description underneath like the name of the shop. 
um, but it's cut off. It's truncated. And, you, oh. and when you mouse over it, there's no tooltip. And so you can't actually read the full text of what this is. And one of them is like, it's hard to make a profit buying things at full, pr- at full price, so you should. Dot, dot, dot. No, you guys. And I was like, ah, maybe I had to turn up the resolution. I'm like, this really sucks. Like, That's pretty- <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> That's horrible. Um, anyway, so uh, there, there is the other kind of weird thing is that often – the game state is just kind of like presented in a very kind of naked fashion. So mm. it'll be like you got one time or you like you lost one time's port story. Yeah. It's like, well, really what you mean is I just delivered the port story. <laughs> yeah. It's just I mean, it's not a big deal, but yeah. it's just sort of a weird thing. I mean, the biggest thing for sure is like there's just this like huge like learning curve right yeah. when you start the yeah. game it's just like here's everything <laughs> it's right like whoa yeah you know maybe there needs to be like some starter missions or yeah, something to something sort of like get you in the flow yeah, yeah. and i think yeah. i think that should be attainable you know i think i think oh, I'm hoping yeah, yeah. the later versions will do that like that was it, it was way easier than like kerbal though you know kerbal oh, yeah, just has totally. yeah. yeah i was just thinking of kerbal and kerbal is like way yeah. worse yeah. than yeah. this it's literally rocket science all at once yeah that's getting better though now have you seen about the first contract mission uh, I saw that one came out that was supposed to improve the story stuff, but I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll talk about it in the okay, afternoon. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. What were you saying? Oh, the thing that helped me out was when I realized that the journal itself actually has a lot of, you know, tutorial or, you know, like user guide like stuff in mm-hmm. it. And if you like scroll down on like the first page, there's a bunch of stuff like here, how, you know, how to actually, you know, fight off all these enemies. And, yeah. you know, and all, all this stuff I was like, oh, this would be really useful to know if I would have known to look here uh, at the beginning. Yeah. Um, you, can't, you can't actually get back there once you're in the middle of a battle. Oh, so yeah. it's, it's really helpful to like read it before you leave London. Yeah. Well, but I think I think pretty much everything is on the forums that they have. It's like yeah. community fail better game stuff. Oh, okay, cool. so, okay. Yeah, there's tons of stuff in there. Uh, just a, a couple quick things. Um, they, so, like I mentioned, the developers said they're actively working on the balancing for the difficulty. Uh, I, you know, another small thing is that a lot of it, it's kind of hard to understand what the difference is when you're in a town. What, what which things are sort of informational and which things are things to do. Because it's yeah. always just a list and you're kind of clicking mm-hmm. into the list. But anyway, that's a small thing. Um, I wish you could set waypoints on the maps. You know, because yeah. I keep checking the maps. Uh, but there is, I mean, th- those are all just kind of minor nitpicks. I really dig the world and I really dig the art style and the feeling. And I'm, I, I think it will be really cool when they build out more of the world. And I'm, I'm looking forward to trying more of it. I think this is way farther along than like Space Base was. Yeah. And considering their Kickstarter, I mean, maybe they're already partially done with the game in October. But, I mean, this is a long way to come. Yeah. I mean, games take a while, particularly mm-hmm. something this complicated. And yeah. it's really impressive that, mm-hmm. you know, particularly when there's been some sort of high-profile failure, uh, failed game projects recently, that this one actually seems to be doing really well. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think, I mean, if if you're the type of person who kind of likes getting in on something like this early, in other words, you, you don't need it fully polished and everything, I think it's a lot of fun to try out. And it's, I think it's like $18. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there's, it's not the cheapest thing, but there's plenty of more expensive games to be playing in. I think it's a, a pretty good value. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So it sounds like we basically recommend it if you understand what the nature of alpha software is. Yeah. And uh, okay. So maybe we'll we'll talk about it in the future if we go back to it and see if we still like it. Yeah. Uh, okay. So if I don't think we have spoilers really. I don't know. If you, unless you guys want to talk about some of the specific things that happened to you, like in the course of your adventuring, that maybe, might be. I don't know. Do you have anything you want to talk about? Uh, I think. Maybe it comes to mind, but there. Maybe once you guys start, I don't know. I'm of, actually kind of curious to see, like, if you guys saw the same things that I did. Or okay, sure. All right, we'll do a quick, quick, yeah. quick spoiler thing. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to contact us, you can find us on Twitter at Low Earth Show. You can send us email at feedback at lowearthorbit.fm. All the stuff we talk about, escape velocity, for example, I'm not familiar with that one. 
Well, it's a classic. Well, I've it's heard the name, but I don't know what it is. I've so good. Played. One of my favorites. Okay. Well, you and, and it involves actually a surprising amount of combat, so you would probably be surprised. Okay. Uh, I'll check the link on lower <laughs> <laughs> to learn more because that's where we put the links for stuff we talk about. And uh, we have a YouTube page. And uh, I have a plan. I have a secret plan that I forget. I just realized I could talk to you guys about before we start recording. But I think... I have a campaign to get more subscribers. So tune in next time and we'll see if I can convince you guys to jump in. <laughs> uh, but please subscribe there because uh, every every subscription and every like on videos really helps people find us. It gets us into better rotation on YouTube, which means more views and stuff like that. Uh, okay, so we're going to talk about spoilers and we'll be back in just a second. All right, so... You, Justin, you want to talk about maybe some of the story stuff you encountered and yeah. like if it was the same as ours. Yeah, I just want to compare notes. So did you guys talk to the blind, what's his name? The guy in Fallen London? Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, he he said, um, I'm trying to remember the specific details. Like he, he had some package he wanted me to put in the hull of the ship and take up north somewhere. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know where it was. Yeah. Um, and then I think he he then came back to me again and said, Here's one more thing. Yeah, so he, he gave me the, the one initial shipment of something or other. Okay. And then... But you took him up on the offer. You actually went I and did stuff. I okay. did, yeah. Did you? It, I, haven't, I haven't gone... I haven't, like, dropped it off yet because okay. I didn't know... I can't, I can't find the place where he wants to go. Um, but, yeah. No, I didn't, I didn't run across this. Okay. I mean, I, maybe, I, maybe I didn't explore it. I, I, like, I feel like I went through all places in Fall Island that I was, like, I could. That, was, that, yeah. were, that wasn't locked. And yeah. I didn't... I mean, I, I brought the uh, tomb people, yeah. whatever. <laughs> Which so is a great like, way to make oh money, gosh. by the way. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh man, I think I lose money every time that I do it. What? Well, because okay, so you get three, you get three tomb pilgrims or whatever, right? Yep. They're worth fifteen echoes apiece when you get them to vendor bite. Vendor bite. First Which, of by all, by the way, that's a sentence. That <laughs> <laughs> it should not make sense. <laughs> <laughs> you two are both like, like yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. He's totally point. right. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about the price of tomb people. <laughs> <laughs> so, so first of all, tangent. It took me. Three or four permadeaths to figure out where the hell that town even was, because for some yeah, reason, for some reason, it just Still never occurred to me it would be that close to London. Oh, and so I was going like to the far northeastern oh corner God. of the map, oh. like, and I just, oh, I, I just heard north, so I went straight north, and yeah, it was like, you know, and then done. like they were like, you know, yeah. some there was some little thing like the echoes of the dead, sorry, yeah. you know, I'm like, oh, it must be close. And yeah, pulled, the, pulled into the dock. I was like, wow, that was that all. <sighs> That's not what happened to me. I, I must have just like veered a little bit too far east and like missed that. I don't know. Whatever. I missed it. So anyway, so when I make a U turn, <laughs> yes, exactly. Proceed to the room. So anyway, when I figured out, so you get three of them. They're worth fifteen each. You got to take them up to this town. Um, fuel is ten dollars a barrel, mm-hmm. and my ship is burning like four barrels of fuel to get there and back. And so that's like 40 echoes right there. So I'm only getting 45 for the trouble, but I'm spending 40 to get there and back. Basically. But when you go there and come back, you also get paid for collecting information from that port. So you get another 10. Uh, okay. It's still like it's, the margins it's are barely, pretty slim. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's barely It's like surviving. the worst kind of grinding. And what happens is I always get hit by a flock of bats on the way back. Every time. <laughs> every time those bats are there for me. And they're not there on the way up. So I don't know how it was. They, they were there on the way up for me. Oh, they're never there on the way up. And then it's lousy with them on the way down. I don't know why. They're, they're super easy to take out, though. They are, but it's a pain in the ass. It, is. it takes forever. Yeah, so the thing, and this is like kind of the, I guess this is the thing that occurred to me about like the JRPG kind of comparisons where you always, there's always like this random, like, you know, there seems to be 
just a fleet of rats just in the middle of <laughs> like you're playing i was playing rats? Nino, and you spend it's, it's something out, stupid it's yeah. always it's always it's, like some like really low level. you just yeah. it's grinding yeah. you just yeah. you spend all day like killing rats yeah. and getting five xp yeah. and then finally you're like thank god i've gathered enough yeah. of these i can go do do something so else it, in my life. It's rats with wings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that, that was a problem I had with Neo Kuni, too, which was like, it, it was just like, oh, you encountered a snake again at, like five seconds snake. ago. So you kind of you kind of go through the motions, and that's, you know, I wish there was, it wasn't just bats and crabs, you know. I'm sure it, there are more at some point, but anyway. So, um, but yeah, but it's easy to just kill them, and you, the interesting thing, I was trying to figure out why did they put so many bats and stuff in the water, and then I realized, oh, well, if you you take them out and you don't eat them, then you can take down your terror points. Yeah. So it's sort of a way to survive the trip, you know. Yeah, you only lose like one terror point, don't you? Uh, yeah, it only you only gain one back. Yeah, yeah. For, for taking those guys out. So it, it, again, it's it's not quite enough, yeah. really, to maintain. Because I was kind of like hesitant to go too far out. Sure. You know, which unfortunately kind of works against you in an exploration game. Like if you feel like you can't go far enough without having to double back somewhere, mm-hmm. then it's sort of I don't know. That that was a feeling I had like from a dark room where I just felt like. You know, I just oh. uh, man, that game was also punishingly hard in a way that made you really t- like genuinely terrified to get very far yeah. away from like, yeah. camp because like it was very real possible you would not get yeah. to come back. Yeah, for the yeah. same kind of for the same reasons, right? Yeah. Where you have a, a set number of like things that mm-hmm. you need uh, that you have on the ship, and then to get back in time, you have to calculate. Well, I need you know Can so I stop here exactly. Yeah. yeah, and it's not always like as simple as like stopping another port and picking up fuel because it's twice as expensive yeah. at any other port compared yeah. to Fallen London. So, you know, they, they're balancing that stuff. Yeah. And that, that I wish it was, like, actually a lot more generous so that I could yeah. easily just go to the other end of the map. Like, I don't even know how you made it, honestly, and still made it back. Yeah. I didn't make <laughs> oh, it Oh, okay. Back. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that was the thing. Yeah. I had a lot of mutinies in my first couple of rounds. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't. I actually, I, um, I didn't have a lot of deaths and stuff, but I'm, I don't know. I was... I might have been a lot more cautious. Yeah, you may have. But the, the one that I'm on now, I've been a lot more successful because I've, I've been less ambitious in like the very first trips. And I'm slowly working my way up to like the really yeah. big ones that I was doing from the very get go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's kind of the JRPG thing where you have to fight, you know, a thousand rats or whatever until yeah. you can take on eagles or something like that. So <laughs> I don't know what else there is, you know, other than bats and stuff. But yeah. did you guys encounter like you took other ships out and stuff? Too, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I haven't tried this, but there's another uh, ship. That it looks like it can like land next to. Mm-hmm. Okay, is that like an enemy? No, no, no. Oh. It's like a it's like a lighthouse. They're like lighthouse ships. Oh uh, yeah, I plowed into one. There's tried the dock <laughs> at one point. There's really <laughs> not much to do on them. I mean, the only thing you can do, I think, is that you can um, you can give them uh, news. Like oh. you can give them recent news. Yeah, like then, sell it to them or just give it to them. I don't remember. Okay, uh, I don't remember if you sell it to them or if they're just like that's great. I don't remember because it's that is actually one of the more interesting mechanics where you can kind of like be like a news barter between towns. Yeah. So you can like you don't always have to take it all the way back to fall in London. Right. Like you can pick up something at one port, take it basically another port mm-hmm. and just like sell the information. Right. And then yeah. that's one thing I, I was disappointed by. I and I with all this intelligence and news and stuff. I desperately wanted to read it. And you can. Mm. You can. And I was like, I mean, I, I'd, it'd be fine if it, just, if it was, you know, still like a resource that could be traded. But I would love if they, they would hire someone to actually write like some like really intriguing like, you yeah, know. just throw away. Yeah. And then that, that could maybe be there's some like crazy like conspiracy story, like rumors of wars. Like, I don't know. I mean, yeah. if it like, didn't end up leading to anything, but this was like, it was, I mentioned something really entertainingly written that could, you know, elevate the story if you want, you know, if you want to take the time to actually read through it. Yeah. 
um, kind of like in a little bits of stories used to get like SimCity 2000, you know, mm. and they're like, you know, got just a little, a little, just, you know, a little bit of a hint of a story. Yeah. Um, and I clicked furiously on all of those and could never find it. Like the generated them. newspapers. Yeah. yeah. It actually occurred to me this would be a really great template for like a space exploration game too. I mean, the same, all the same mechanics would apply. You know, it would be escape velocity. I think that's exactly oh, that escape velocity. Oh, yeah. Escape velocity is better, but I mean, this game <laughs> may get there. Escape velocity is also finished. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. Uh did you so I'm trying to think Did of you get the you got the there's some stuff super close that I assume everybody got like the sister the three sisters on the Yeah, I've talked to two of the three sisters. Oh, okay. Um let's see. Yeah, how far out are you? What's the furthest out you've gone? I I don't know. I've gone all the way north. Um, I think I've gone close to all the way north. Did you get to the Avid Horizon? No. no. That's weird. Did you guys hit the the what are they like fireflies or fake stars or yeah, well, I saw those up north where they're like they're kind yeah. of flocks of them. Yeah, you know? I thought they were almost like oh. snow or something at first. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've seen those. Those aren't snow. Well, it's weird. So like <sighs> they look like snow in the graphics. Yeah, yeah it, it's. I I think this is the way you're supposed. And I, I don't know exactly what they're supposed to do, but okay. one of the interesting mechanics is that you encounter something out in the world and you kind of get to sort of create your own or choose, I guess, your own myth about what it is. Oh, okay. So in, in this case, it was I hit those. I ran across those things and like they're like the crew's scared. It's like, well, what do you want to do? Do you want to like run away from them or do you want to make oh. some sort of mythical story out? Oh. Yeah, it pops up like a little actual dialogue. Yeah, and thing. it's chance. So like they may not buy it, but if yeah. they do buy it, then like it re- it brings their their concern down. Yeah, it reduces the terror and all. Did you you also run into like the the white bat? No. Oh wait, no. Yeah, I did. I I just yeah. hit that right like at the very end. I didn't actually yeah. really, like end up picking a, a path for that, but it's a similar thing where you like there's a superstition that there's a white bat. There's one like raised you know crew member has then you can either like embrace it and try to kill this thing or like discount and say he's crazy and lock make him an up. offering to one of the gods or yeah something. as much yeah. as yeah i did hit the did you get the salt yeah God, yeah yeah that, that yeah. came up as part of the white bat thing oh really yeah. oh, oh i think that is an offering to salt uh, okay, but so then i've also seen the offerings yeah. to stone and i've seen off what's the other one is there salt stone there's one other god um yeah i don't know i've seen a couple of those uh Oh, that's interesting. Okay, so I think I did. So it wasn't a white bat on the map. No, no, no. no oh, okay, no, then no, I did no. get that. Okay. It's like a little yeah. story thing. That pops yeah, up. then I did. Yeah, I got that. Um, yeah, there was. There's a bunch of things that I feel like I should be able to land on, but I don't yeah. see a landing spot. Mm, yeah, are those islands out there? And they even have names and everything. Is there some way to land on them? A lot of the ones that you mean, the ones that have names, can't land on. Okay, or yet maybe they're gonna. Oh, I don't know. Maybe some of them are really small. Yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of disclaimers at the beginning about how like the thing that's most not done yet is it's the, the map. world. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. I actually went really on one of my run throughs. I went really, really deep into like the northwest area, and eventually, like it just like they definitely were, are going to put land there, but they haven't made any graphics for it, so it's just stark white. It's like completely <laughs> wow. white, and it's just like to do. <laughs> not really, oh. but it has like the name of the place, and then like the little thing in the journal is like we're not done yet. Check it back in a later build. <laughs> so wow. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think. So, um, I've been, I have been pretty far north. I've been through a bunch of the stuff in the north. I've been to whatever the volcano island is that's up there. Yeah, yeah, I'm by that Mount Palmerston, whatever it is. Yeah. Oh, is that? Oh, I think that's the one that the the bandit wants you to go to. Oh, yeah, isn't it? Like yeah. one of the things he gives you and uh, says, you know, take this up to Mount whatever mm-hmm. that uh, thing. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. you didn't have the stuff in the in the hole at that point. I'm guessing. Like, you didn't have the thing to drop off? Um, probably. I think the first thing that he asked me to do was to, yeah, to deliver, deliver the, the like, bottle of unmarked souls or whatever yes. to one of the yeah. islands. And you come back, and he gives you some money. And um, eventually, he has you do things where it's like, I'm going to give you this money, 
and you need to go trade it for the goods on this other island. You need to come back. And if you come back to London without it, I don't care why, but you're going to be in trouble. And so you have to like, he gives you, he gives you a lot of money and you have to sort of like not spend it because you, <laughs> you have to take it to this other guy to make the trade and then come oh. back and like, yeah. So now you're kind of, I don't know, it gets more complicated. Um, and then like there's some stuff way out east that I got to and didn't last very long. Um, it's huge. They'll play, and it's, it's really really yeah, big. Yeah, which is surprising when they say the yeah. world's not like done, but it's still there's already pretty a lot. Damn big. Yeah, yeah, there's already a lot. Um, I and did, the, oh, did you see on the map like the there are these blue wave symbols or something? Like I don't, I those don't, are the ports. That's where you can dock. That's weird because there was one. One of those was a area of ocean that kind of had some stuff underneath, but there wasn't actually a port thing. Maybe it was a bug or place yet to i i went right by it and there was nothing to land on so i thought maybe it was places i had it's not one of the lighthouse ships oh maybe that's what it is yeah you're right that's right yeah Yeah. um let's see okay so then there's also like some story elements that eventually start to pop up like if you go into town enough times in london you can eventually like meet the admiral uh well not the admiral oh uh well there's the admiral which is cool but if you like keep going to the pubs like you can eventually like meet a special someone and like carry like their locket with you and stuff yeah it's like yeah it's really interesting and like that stuff i think is really cool and i want to sort of like keep progressing the story forward you know And there's also stuff where it's like you can get nightmares and like you dream of like a you know watching eye and stuff and also i'm like this is really cool like this is an interesting story happening i wish they would start start that sooner i don't know how to progress in the story like i don't know what to do to get to the next chapter in the story which is kind of frustrating because i want to get to the next chapter but i also don't know what i should be doing like i feel like i'm kind of aimlessly just sort of like trying to upgrade my ship by running errands but i don't know like yeah there's this that's what i'm supposed to be doing pages thing which i think i feel like has something to do with it but i don't know if that's knowledge or story i think i think you know i think the pages is more knowledge i think the pages is like your perception right because i think that as your pages stat gets higher it becomes easier to unlock secrets and then you can sell the secrets to the university or you can spend the secrets to like upgrade your officers which by the way the university person is hilarious yeah, it's really yeah, strange not, the description oh you haven't found or her hit that's him. the whole point yeah, right? yeah, yeah you don't know yeah yeah I don't know. It's, it's like I said. It's compelling in ways that I really would have a hard time explaining. It's hard to, it's really hard to explain why it's it's like it, I keep coming back to it. But yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Uh, we should mention it is the Apollo forty fifth anniversary, which were Apollo eleven. Yes. On the moon. Yeah. So we're Co- Co- Org has a really cool like or live replay of the moon landing. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Are they the live television broadcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So nice. like he he has a little like website with like a, you know like a picture of a really old television and then they they, they replay oh, wow. they replay all the the recordings from youtube like you know like lives you can start and you kind of sit through like what it would have been like wow. to as to wow. to watch the, you know, the moon landings um 45 years ago that's cool yeah that's pretty cool what did you want to talk about that was you said let's wait for after dark to talk about for steam early act oh kerbal oh yeah so kerbal has a new thing recently called first contract and it's another stab, I guess. It's sort of a story mode. So they had the, um, uh, what do they call it? The mode, it's not like a career mode, but it's a mode where you have to like unlock all this science. Like basically you do missions and you get- The goo thing. Yeah, right. you get science points for like, oh, you've exposed the goo to air. You've exposed the goo to space. You've exposed the goo to the moon. You've exposed <laughs> the goo to whatever. Um, yeah, so there was that. But now they've got this new thing called First Contract where it's more like, you can basically bid on contracts. Oh, and you can inspired get inspired by SpaceX. <laughs> yeah, I guess, and you can get you can get paid like in some kind of currency for performing these jobs. And some of the oh. jobs, some of the first jobs are really easy, like 
launch a spaceship. It's like as soon as you press the launch button, you win the contract, <laughs> right? And then there's, you know, set an altitude record of 5,000 meters. And then there's probably, like, I think, get into a low orbit, or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Um, the interesting thing, the other interesting thing is that now they're actually counting the cost of your spaceship. So every time you add a part to your spaceship, that adds to the cost of the mission. And oh. you have to make sure that the cost of the mission does not exceed the amount of, like, wow. budget that you are going to get from the contract. And you also have to, like, be careful to make sure the spaceship comes back in one piece because you can reuse those parts and, like, reduce the cost of your mission if you build the spaceship in a way that you can actually reuse the components for another launch afterwards. Wow. Yeah. You can you reland your, uh, you your can. spaceship crossover style? Uh, you could, yeah. Oh, nice. If you un- and the thing, there's also a science tree here too, so you have to eventually unlock like more and more bits of technology. But yeah, you can you can build like um, glider landers and stuff, and you can actually touch down on the runway and everything. Nice. Yeah. So it's like, wow, this is turning into a real game. <laughs> like, this is great. So yeah, I'm gonna. Have, I keep meaning to revisit Kerbal Space Program, but I think I might play with the sandbox mode where I can just get all the big rockets right away. Because I'm just like, screw it, I want to go. To, I want to go to another planet. I'm tired of you know. I, it would be awesome. I want to hear if you end up on a different one of the other planets because that seems like that'd be awesome. Yeah, it's man, it seems really tough. I mean, it's really tough to do in real life. Yeah, but like. It's just it's like multiple. You need to do multiple missions, right? Like to like set up so that you're like have a space station. Yeah, and like, that's kind of the way I want to do it. Yeah, but that's hard. The thing that's really like incredibly difficult and is kind of like the game's fault is docking things in orbit is way harder than yeah. it needs to be. Part of it's because it's just genuinely hard because you have to like get the orbits completely synced up and you have to make sure that you know you actually get up there with enough fuel left over to do the docking yeah. and like all this other stuff. But the the controls are so poor. It's like this is already so hard, and like the, the controls are like yeah. almost deliberately obtuse to do it. It's like, oh my god, it's so bad. But that I think would be the way to do it. It's like build your sort of platform in orbit, and then get up there, and then and Launch then from there. and then go yeah. from there. Um, but you still got to do a ton of stuff. Like you basically, well, just like when they really go to Mars, you have to wait for the right time. Yeah. Yes. Like there's a certain there's a certain you moment. Be close enough. Yeah, yeah. There's a certain. Well, it's not even you don't want to be necessarily close at the moment when you launch, but you want to be you want to make sure that as they move while you're in flight, it works out yeah. favorably for you. And so there's like there's like charts on like the Kerbal Wiki where it's like okay, you want Kerbin and like say Duno, which is sort of like their Mars. Like you need them to be in just like this angle, and then if you launch. At kind of this angle, then you'll get there with like guaranteed minimum fuel or whatever, right? But it's like it's so it's crazy. There's so much. You have to like wait for like you know like you know Earth time to progress, like you know like real Earth time. No, so you, you're can, like, you, can, you, know, you can fast forward actually, like 100 like, x speed. Yeah, it's yeah. like <laughs> in three years, <laughs> finally be able to launch my mission. Yeah, my one shot. Yeah, <laughs> it is. I think it is like months of game time. But like once you get over a certain altitude, you can crank the speed up to like 1,000 x speed or whatever. Mm. So don't, it's only a few minutes in real world time. But still, you're like, okay, I gotta wait. I literally have to wait for the planets to align before <laughs> I can start this mission. <laughs> yeah, hmm. so it's quite the career. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those games where it's like strangely compelling. Where it's like, trust me, it's fun. You'll have to learn orbital mechanics. It's great. <laughs> no, come back. Where are you going? <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> we'll check that out. Cool. See you next time. Pretzel Butte Foley artist for the car. That's, that's what it was. I knew. I, I was like, as I was driving over here, I was like, oh man, I had a fantastic idea this week for what pretzel ought to be in the credits. But Foley, it's, but it was Foley artist. That's what I was thinking. Oh, it sounds like it sank into some sort of subterranean cavern. Yeah. Well, and, okay. and bats were somehow responsible.
Or it was like, yeah, I think it's somehow in the intro says something about bats carried London underground. Yeah. This totally sounds like when like six year olds make up a story. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and then there were bats and then they like went underground and there were boats down there. Uh, <laughs> it totally does. Uh, because we're not recording right now. Mm. Uh, now we'll talk about it afterwards. And I'm trying to think of some some fun way to, to get people subscribing when they have one kind of horrible idea. Okay. A really strange idea. I also want to talk about. Um, wait, wait! Don't judge me. <laughs> what the nature of that would be exactly? Nice. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> no, that sounds great. Okay. That sounds really good. Okay. Let me go for it to give up. Okay, we'll go, go with that. I think it's probably out of that. Yeah, okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> she really wants our attention. <laughs> hello, hello. Okay, I think it's dead now. <laughs> Ready? Ready? Let's do it. It's for like, oh, you've exposed the goo to air. You've exposed the goo to space. You've exposed the goo to the moon. You-